You're listening to Janelle McCauley on the EWN Radio Network. This is Turn Knowledge to Profit, where entrepreneurs like you find the insights, experience, and tools they need to earn more, make a bigger impact in the world, and create the freedom to live a life others only dream of. Now, here are your hosts for Turn Knowledge to Profit, entrepreneurs, speakers, and authors, Janelle and Michael McCauley. Welcome, and thank you for joining us on Turn Knowledge to Profit. I'm Janelle McCauley, and along with my co-host, Michael, each week we bring you the insights, ideas, and tools that you need to earn more, make a bigger impact, and create the freedom to live a life others only dream of. You're going to want to take notes, so grab a pen and paper, and let's get started. Hi, and welcome to Turn Knowledge to Profit. This is Janelle McCauley, and today I'm really excited to be here with Bron Watson, who is visiting us in our Dallas eWoman Network corporate office all the way from Australia. And it's a real treat to be able to actually sit face to face and have a conversation with someone. Normally it's on Zoom or it's online. And um, you're all in for a real treat. So welcome, Bron. Thank you. Thanks for the warm welcome. I'm really excited about our conversation today because you've got so much experience and your business has gone through such a kind of transformation. And um, I love the way you balance everything with quality of life and family and everything. So our listeners are in for a real treat. And I'd love to start our conversation by having you just talk just a little bit about your business and how it's evolved over time to where you are today. Okay. Well, in some ways, I'd call myself an accidental entrepreneur because back in 2010, I started to do some training and came up with the idea that I wanted to have my own business. And I was going to a, an event and it was for people who already had business businesses already and they were 100,000 plus earners and I had managed to convince this lady, this mentor, to let me in the room. So it was very interesting. As I'm driving to this event, which was five hours, might I say, and I'm sitting there going, right, so what am I going to do a business? What am I going to do? And being a nurse, I'm a nurse, a nurse registered nurse, a nurse educator in my in my previous life have been for many years I thought right I'm going to become I'm going to have a business and it's going to be called nurse power and I went to this event I knew nothing about Facebook I knew nothing about anything and I've turned up to this event with business owners who clearly have done a lot of work and I just pretended I knew what I was doing and sat there for five days going oh yes yes that's great and And uh, that's where it all began. And from there, because I had been to this event, I then worked on becoming or starting up Nurse Power. It took months and um, I now have an international community. I still have that space there. And I just followed instructions. I think that's the key here for everyone to to realise that if you have a mentor, please listen to them. They have got wonderful ideas. And so I literally did as I was told. And if I was told to go do something, I did it. And it took months. It took months, I must say. I didn't understand it for, I think, probably eight months did I realise what I was not doing or doing. Mm -hmm. And so we, we launched 
And before I knew it, I had clients around the country, overseas. And then in 2013, I was asked, how on earth did, the nurse, did a nurse leave nursing? And I went, well, that's a really good question. So I then started to teach other people what I had done. Because remembering that I had come from nothing, I, and I thought, you know, if you look at other people in business, if you look at entrepreneurs, it, they make it look easy. So I figured if they could do it, I could do it. Yes, it was not an easy journey. So in 2013, I started the business called Bron Watson, which is what I currently do now. And uh, it evolved over time into a mentoring business, teaching other people to do what I did, which is to get online, to package up what they do, to create courses and event run events and um, on yeah all sorts of stuff using all the digital products that are available and it it developed and was extremely successful I'm really really proud of where I've come from and um, that's where we're up to now I'm I now sort of more niche into um, so it's marketing and uh, into social media in that specific spot. There's lots of balls, obviously, as you understand, little glass balls, I call them, because <laughs> if you drop them, they will break. <laughs> so this little little glass ball that, that I assist people with is really specifically in that social media space where they can package up what they do, attract the right person. So it's, it's not opening your doors and waiting for people to come because they won't come, especially online. So you have to go and find them. You have to create that space for that person to see who you are because it doesn't matter how many people are in your in your market, doesn't matter how many competitors you think you have, it doesn't matter because they're not you. And that's where I sort of specialise in in terms of create, creating that ideal client, that, that ideal market and then packaging up what you do for that market and then, of course, implementing it throughout the whole of the whole of social media and digital marketing and then follow it up with a really solid sales process. So it's been a creation of evolution over time. And if, if you if it said to me 10 years ago, Bron, you'd be sitting here talking about being an entrepreneur, I would have laughed at you. <laughs> I mean, to be honest with you, for years, I wouldn't have even called myself an entrepreneur. Mm -hmm. I would have only said I'm a business owner because mm -hmm. I felt I hadn't earned the right. But in actual fact, what I do know to be true as an entrepreneur, it's just anybody who's prepared to back themselves in something. You know, it's it's not. It's an interesting way to look at that. Mm. If you've got if you've if you've got that courage to, you know, take the courage to do something different, and it's not cutting new roads. It could be in an industry where there's already a lot of people doing, but it's something that's true to you, and it's your uniqueness. That's entrepreneurship. Mm -hmm. So, how did you? Because one of the challenges that a lot of people have with finding a mentor or a coach is knowing they're the right one. I also talk to people and they're working with two, three, mm. four coaches. Wow. And which always just. That blows my mind. It, it, it <laughs> boggles my mind because I really um, am just as I think about it, I'm just always amazed because one will say, go left. The other will say, go right. And people go down the middle because they don't know what to do mm, or they're, they're doing things on one side and then undoing them on the other side. And they're, they're spending a lot of energy and they're not getting the results. And I think that's a real challenge. I think you've got to have somebody you believe in and trust and then know what to do. Exactly. Well, for me personally, 
Uh, I, I personally don't work with people if they have more than one person. If it's not just, if it's me, that's okay. Mm -hmm. But if it's other people, I will say to that person, please go and work with those people. Go and do what you need to do for that very reason. Because we all, there is a thousand billion ways to build a business. There isn't one way is better or worse than another, but it is finding the right one for you. And it does come down to what are you looking for? And for me, it's about connection and relationship. So for, for, for someone else who's a listener on here and it's about focusing on the dollars or the whatevers, that's the kind of person you want to go for. So for me, I have to feel for me that I have a genuine connection with that person who I work with and also the fact that they are committed to their journey more than I am because I, in my early years, I would find that I would be more committed I wanted it more than they did. And you've said this we to me. We've had this very same conversation. So um, that the, for, to, to choose a mentor, what I would say is take a look at yourself first. Mm -hmm. Go and look inside. Look at your strengths. Look at what your, your talents are. Look at what you're looking for. And then, you know, really for what I would suggest is find someone who's four to five steps in front of you, which means that they're not so huge that... It's too far from where you are now because subconsciously you'll think, well, they're all the way there and I'm here. And and it's just when that person's four to five steps in front of you, it means they know what it's like. I still, like I say to my clients, I'm still in the trenches. I'm still doing exactly what I teach mm -hmm. every single day. My team does exactly what I teach. It's There's no difference. So find that person who you have a connection with who you believe in so that you can believe in yourself because it does start with what you want to do for you and you know you go search up business coach or mentor or you know whatever your search is and you will find a thousand million people mm -hmm. and I would ask you know but remembering that I believe results are you are responsible for your own results when someone said oh well that didn't work well you've got to think well what why didn't it work it's not the mentor's mm -hmm. fault. It's actually the business or the entrepreneur's problem, not the mentor's problem because it's up to you as the, the you know, you're the, you're the head of your business. Mm -hmm. You're the one who needs to go and do the work. So you are responsible for your results and that means doing the work. You know, that's right. I think a lot of people learn something and they see what their mentor's done and they think it's going to be easy. Just because you know the information doesn't mean that the result is going to pop up in front of you. And it's called work because yes, it, it takes energy and thought and, you know, getting in the trenches. And I love the fact that you're teaching people and you're doing it. So many of the people that are out there teaching things, one of my challenges with, with what a lot of people teach is they've done it once and it's, they say it's absolutely successful, but they can't repeat it. And yet they're out teaching it to people and then people are saying, well, it's not working. And I love the fact that when people are coaching and mentoring that actually have done it over and over again. Yes. So they know it does work. And, you know, and then also one of the things I think that's really um, something to think about is just knowing that, you can do it that 
you can actually break it down into steps. So many coaches think they've got to have it all figured out. And you talked about just finding someone who's a few steps in front of where you mm, are. Mm. And I don't believe people have to have all the certifications to become a coach, all of those things. No, I agree. You've just got to be ahead of the people that you're working with so that you can take them down that path. And so Definitely. get into action. Get into action. So that's why... If you're looking at definition and my background being education with a master's of education, oh, yeah, I'm qualified, but I don't have a qualification in marketing, but I don't, it doesn't matter because as a mentor, what a mentor is, it's someone who's done the work. It's someone who has stepped the road that you're stepping down and knows it intimately versus a coach which has the qualification. So for me, as someone who is qualified, it means nothing in my space. And it's the fact that, you know, when I started down the road of building sales funnels and landing pages and opt-ins and all those things, no one taught me any of that. I did learn it the hard way, which is why I want to make it, which is why I do. I have a lot of check, checklists so that people can literally checklist through. Like to, to, to run a Facebook ad, there's like two pages of stuff you need to do before that ad goes live. Putting the little thing on Facebook, that's the last thing. you got all the other stuff to be done first. And that's the kind of thing you're talking about. So to choose a mentor or to choose um, someone who you trust, it's someone who's going to provide you remembering that they know what you need. You think you, think you know what you want, which is true. You think you know what you want, but they know what you need, which is two different things. So... You know, I, I've got the bigger picture, but if I gave you the bigger picture, you would get blown away. Mm -hmm. So, <laughs> and you get overwhelmed, and you would totally. Which is why you want to just go and do those three little things, and and it's it's just finding that person, finding that person who speaks your language, your heart space, and connects. I believe the connection is where it, it comes from, and they they've done it. At mm -hmm. the end of the day, they have done it. They're not just teaching it, mm -hmm. as you say, Janelle. They've they've walked it, and it's a rough road when you're learning. It's not easy. We make it look easy. Mm -hmm. You know, you make it look easy, but that's where it's a matter of going, well, I don't need all the answers now because you won't get all the answers now. There's too many answers to give you. Just find that person who's going to go, right, okay, Bron, let's start over here. We're just going to go and do those couple of things. How does that sound? And you'll go, cool, great. And you just need to find that person for you. And, um, yeah, if you're interested, I've got a stack of people who do this and I'm happy to help to find the right person. I think in eWomen Network, the, the, the answer's there. And I think that's one of the reasons I love eWomen Network is that it's really about finding that right person. And there's you've got to ask the right questions when you're mm. looking for a coach. And I believe coaches have an obligation to make sure that they're asking good questions. So they make sure it's a real good fit. Absolutely. It's, it's like a, it's in a lot of ways, it's like a marriage and it's not going to always be easy mm. and it's not going to always be fun and exciting and sexy, but it's important to have that trust and to have that relationship and know that when you're working with a coach, they're not going to steer you wrong and they're going to tell you what you need to hear, not necessarily what you want exactly. to hear. And I love that with the Women Network because we're the values-based organization. We know that we're going to give people the feedback, the support, what they need, and they trust that the people that they meet are going to operate within those values. So you don't have to wonder, well, what aren't they telling me? Do they really want me to be successful? And I think those are all really important. 100%. And I think that's the best 
thing about eWomen Network is that you will find that person and you don't have to go search across the globe. You'll find them well within the the structure. Mm -hmm. And that's where you ask people, you ask, you ask those of us who are in managing director positions, you ask Janelle, people will be able to help you. And that's, to me, gold. It's worth everything. I agree. I agree. We need to take a real quick break, um, but when we come back, I want to continue the conversation and I want to shift just a little bit and talk about how people can leverage social media and how people can connect. Because I think a lot of people say, well, it's really hard and you're doing a phenomenal job of connecting with people all over the world. So with technology and it's you can figure it out if you put together a plan. So I'd love you to share just a little bit about what you've done and then we'll continue the conversation. So stay tuned. This is Janelle McCauley and you're listening to Turn Knowledge to Profit. Have you ever asked yourself this question? Why is it so hard to make a buck? I know I have. Hi, I'm Sandra Yancey, founder and CEO of eWomen Network. What I have discovered after going from the brink of bankruptcy to running a multi-million dollar award-winning business is this. You can't build a million dollar dream hanging around minimum wage mindsets. My mission is one million women entrepreneurs generating one million dollars in annual revenue. So here's what I've done. I've created the mother of all entrepreneur success programs that you can access online on your time. It's called Monetize Me Now. It's a seven-module online course that is 100% my success formula, covering mindset, mission, management, motivation, marketing, and measure. Come on, take my hand, and I'll show you the way to learn to earn flowing revenue for your business. Visit monetizemenow.com for details. Are you a coach, speaker, or author who would like to finally earn what you know you're worth? Would you like to create a life that gives you more time to do the things that you love? Entrepreneurs like you hire us to turn their knowledge into a full range of scalable products that earn more, make a bigger impact in the world, and create the freedom to live the life others only dream about. With our done-for-you approach, we do all the heavy lifting creating the right products for you, your clients, and your business. The potential is limitless. If you want to leverage your time so you can earn more while working less, visit us today at TurnKnowledgeToProfit.com and find out just how far your knowledge can take you. You're listening to Janelle McCauley on the EWN Radio Network. Welcome back. This is Janelle McCauley, and you're listening to Turn Knowledge to Profit. Today, we're having a conversation with Bron Watson, who is actually a managing director with eWomen Network in Australia. She's working with us on our international expansion, which is very, very exciting. And she has a business and works with people in marketing and social media. And if you missed the first part of our conversation, you want to go back and listen to it because we talked about finding the right mentor. We talked about getting clear on what you want and really getting into action. So it was a great conversation. So if you missed it, go back and listen to it. I want to shift just a little bit, Ron, and ask you, 
just to share your thoughts because social media overwhelms so many people. There's so much advice out there and I know it can be successful in marketing and building and growing your business, but you can't do it all. You can't do it all right now. And I think it's really important too that people get an ROI on what they're doing. And I don't think people have a clue where to start or what to do. Absolutely. And this is pretty much, most of the time, this is the questions that people are coming to me with. To begin with, um, what I would suggest is, yes, go and sign up with the same name. So whatever your business name is, whatever you've chosen for that. So make sure you've got the same name across all platforms. So all Twitter, LinkedIn, the whole thing, get yourself across all of the platforms using the same one name and also the same banner. You're thinking, well, you know, every, every platform's different. They are different. You, complete, you, you treat each platform completely differently when it comes to strategy. But when it comes to brand, though, we want to have the same name, which means when I come to look for you on, on Instagram, I'm going to find you. I find a lot of the time I try to find people on Instagram as businesses and I cannot find them because they're not, they don't have the same name. And it's really confusing remembering that in this world of instant reward, if people can't find it straight up, they're going to move on. So first things first, get all your names the same across each of the platforms. Now, the next thing is, of course, is you can't work them all unless you have a team, which means that you want to do one to two at most really well and park the rest. And as you grow, as you've got your business and as you've got a team in terms of social media assistance, I have two in Australia. I have help in the Philippines. I've had help from the States. You know, you can't do that though when you're initially starting out or when you're initially getting your social media strategies working because you can be on, but it's not working. So we want to make it work. So choose the ones that resonate with your audience, not with what you like, but what your audience mm -hmm. likes. So I'm not going to talk about, um, you know, go to Instagram or go to LinkedIn because what you want to do is just go and research where your ideal client, your ideal customer hangs out. You know, if you thought about them in a day, what do they do when they wake up? Do they go to the gym? Do they go walking? Do they use public transport or do they drive to work? Uh, do they listen to podcasts? What do they do? So you're looking at an ideal client from a behavioural perspective. Where do they hang out? What do they do? And that's going to depend on how old they are. And um, that's important. If you're a local, like I live in a little tiny town in Australia, and if you're looking local, you can expand those age groups. But generally speaking, I'm saying 10 years. So 35 to 45, 45 to 50, 20 to 30, depending on how old your market is, go find out, do some research on your market. Really important to know who these people are. Once you've done that, you can then know where to play. And when I say play, it, I call it the sweat economy, which means that initially there's going to be a lot of sweat <laughs> without the return on investment, but it comes. I know you read a lot of things about Facebook Zero and it, it changes constantly, but fundamentally if you follow the same strategy consistently, which means posting every day, communicating, talking, building a relationship, it is all about being social and being seen but not doing. All right, so social is to be seen. It's a brand awareness. It's what I call front of mind. 
which means you want that when someone thinks, oh, my goodness, I need a copywriter. Hold on. Who did I see on Facebook? Who did I see on Instagram? I'm sure I've seen someone. Who is it? Front of mind. Oh, that girl, Bron, that's right. I'm going to go and look for her. So it's about being front of mind because they're there to be, people are there to be social, to be seen, but they're not there to do, which as a business can be really tricky. With that said, I still believe 100% in organic reach and growth. I do not believe if you play, if you play, I call it play because that's in terms of what we're doing. It's, you don't want to take it too seriously, is, is connecting and building those relationships over time it comes back, meaning that you will get a return on investment. I know to the cent what it costs me to get leads on Facebook, Instagram. I know to the cent. There are things you can do with numbers for working out um, social media numbers on organic stuff, not just the paid stuff, and you can work out with your numbers by engagement, all right? So when I say engagement, it's, the, it's I believe, more the comments and the shares not the likes. Likes are just popularity. Mm. That just makes you feel good. <laughs> it's not going to make you money um, because you can have a page with 200 likes or a page with 20,000 likes and the page with 200 is going to have a better return on investment and have a stack more because they've built a true, genuine following. So, guys, it's not about how many people are following you. It's about how many people are engaging with you. So what we're looking for is to build the engagement to make it real because you're a real person. People are people. They are not prospects. Mm -hmm. I get prospected a lot and I find that very sad because they're looking at me as I'm the opportunity. And I think when it comes to social media, the first thing you want to think about is how can I help them? How can I serve and support my community with zero expectation in return? And when you follow that and consistent, well, consistently follow that, which means every day, and there are a stack of tools to make that easy for you, when you follow that, it comes back. Mm -hmm. I haven't advertised for ages, and they still just keep coming through. So the reason why is because I've done the hard work, I've done the hard yards, I've, I've put the time in, I've learned who my ideal client is, I'm then talking to that person every single day. What does that person want to know about? What would interest them? And Janelle, you use um, the question where you say, what are 10 things you get asked all the time from your ideal customer? What are 10 things that people ask you all the time? You write that down and then, then, then you ask the questions, what are 10 things that people should ask you but don't? You put that into your social media, that's 20 in my space, that's 20 videos, that's 20 blogs, it's 20-something. And then, you know, it's being smart with your, with your content. It's, to me, it's about repurposing it mm -hmm. and amplifying it. So what that means is that I can write one blog of, say, I always write longer blogs because that suits my market. Um, I can chop that up into 20, 25 pieces of content mm -hmm. across the platforms. So you're not reinventing the wheel, but to do that, you need to know who your ideal client is, which means you need to have researched where they're hanging out. So <clears throat> to answer that question in a very long way is to do those things and be consistent, but just do them. Mm -hmm. The key is to do them, not just think about it. That, that's so true. And I think, you know, you raise a great point about knowing who your ideal client is who are you really trying to attract because a lot of people 
have an idea, but they don't have clarity. So they're developing content, they're out there, and then they're saying no one's engaging, no one's buying. And I think that's a signal that you aren't going after the right people or you're not using the right content. Just because it's of interest to you doesn't necessarily it's going to mean it's going to be of interest to people who are your, your clients. That's right. And you also said something else that really struck out to me, and that is with social about being seen. Because I think what happens is a lot of people do talk about likes, but it's really engagement. You're mm -hmm. way better to have 100 people that are highly engaged than a thousand people that like you but no comments. This is a lot like networking. I was exactly the same as networking. Talking to someone the other day and they said, well, but someone was complaining because nobody bought from them the first time they went to an event. Well, so I, I said to the person, well, ask the person how many people did they buy from at mm. that first event? And they went back to him and they said, well, none. I just want people to buy from me. You That's the problem. Got to go both ways. You've got to have that mindset of being open for what you need, what you can give. And it's not all about me, me any results or get anywhere near close to what you want it just you're not you're not going to attract it you're going to no, repel it that's it there's a thing that i do with my clients and it's imagine yourself you're in a room of, we've got 100 people in the room right you're at the front and we're chatting away and they've only just walked through the door and then you start doing what janelle's just talked about which is hey come and buy my stuff come and buy three out of a hundred might be in a position where that's exactly what they want to do. So they're going to buy. Then the next 30 are people who are going, oh, I want to know a little bit about what, what is Janelle on about? I want to know more about what Janelle's talking about. I want to get to see who she is and is it real? And they're not really ready to buy now. They might be ready to buy in the next 6 to 12 months. So that's 30. Then you've got another 30. That next 30, they're the ones that are going, yeah, I really want to research this. I'm not really ready for that position. I'm not ready to, look, imagine if it was a business coach and you're going, well, I'm not ready for that because I'm only at the end, I'm right at the very beginning. So I'm at least 12 months to five years away. And then the remaining 37 are people who are not interested ever. They're never going to buy. So if you go in going, hey, come and buy my stuff, you're talking to three out of 100. But if you go in with value, if you go in saying, how can I help you? How can I help you right now with zero expectation in return? You've got another 60 people. So there's 63 people who will start listening to you. That's the same as in a networking room. It's the same online. You can either go for three if you keep trying to shove things down people's throat, or you can go for the 63 out of 100 who want to get to know you a little bit more. I'll take the 63. Take the 63. <laughs> I'll leave the three. It's gonna, the and it could take you 12 months, two yeah. years, five years, but they will come round because not everyone is ready to buy now. And they call like, we talk about the buyer cycle, but I'm much more interested in just talking and helping and how can I help with zero expectation because it, when I'm looking at that person as a person and not a prospect, it changes everything. Mm -hmm. And I think it comes back to... Um, who you are and who it is that you want to talk to. But with, when, you, when you start focusing on delivering value and providing support and taking it away from, hey, come and buy my stuff, you have a very, very different response. And over time, it just 
goes off. And you know what? As I say, you can do it for free. You do not have to spend money on advertising. It, it does, you know, I'm not saying don't spend money on advertising. What I'm saying is exhaust all other, other avenues and there is a lot of platforms mm -hmm. to choose from. There's groups, there's Messenger, there's a whole stack of things you can do. But do that with how can I help mm -hmm. in mind. You know, I get sent messages all the time, hey, can I send you this video for this wine club or whatever? And it's like, but you don't know anything about me. You don't even know if I drink wine. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know... Don't be, the, don't be the one who goes for the three. Go for the mm -hmm. people who are going for the 63 and forget the 37. Don't ever, you're never going to get them across the line. So don't ever, they don't get a focus. If, do you know what I mean? Right. As in, just don't focus on them. That's, that's a, great, um, a great statistic and great information. And I'm going to invite our listeners, if you know someone who could get value out of today's conversation, be sure to share it and ask, send them to the Turn Knowledge to Profit podcast and as we end our conversation, Bron, I'd love to ask you to share how can our listeners connect with you, learn more about you and what you have to offer? Okay, cool. Well, um, let's go Facebook first. So please, by all means, please come and find me on Facebook. Um, there's my business page, so Bron Watson business page, and there's also, I'm on there as myself, but I would prefer just go through the business page to start with and I'll connect with you there. You can go to my website, which is bronwatson.com. Um, if you go to bronwatson.com forward slash free resources, you'll find some free stuff that's out there that can help you to get started in this very space. Um, some great tools in there that can just provide you with some clarity around working out who it is that you want to work with. Um, so please do that. And then, of course, there's always by email, which is bron at bronwatson.com. Well, and Bron is real connected and has been making amazing relationships around the world. So be sure to connect with her and learn more about what she does. So as we end our time together, can you give our listeners one piece of advice that they can apply immediately to help them build and grow their business? The one thing that I would say is just be consistent. Doesn't have to be A grade. It can be C grade consistency. But be consistent because keep posting, keep building those relationships even when you think no one is watching. People watch a lot more than you think before they connect. Why? Because they want to know that you're real. They want to know they've got to get to know you and get to like you and then trust you. So start building in to post regularly because Facebook or social media rewards those who play what I call play the game. For those who post regularly, you'll be rewarded even with the very low organic growth strategy like in terms of not being seen. So be you, have fun, just be, make it funny. You know, if you love cats, do cats. If you love dogs, do whatever you love because within your market, there are going to be people who are exactly who you're looking for, who love the same things as you do. And there's nothing better than hanging out with people with like-minded values and beliefs. And um, yeah, so just be consistent. That's all I really, truly be consistent. And even when you think no one is watching, it is worth the, worth the effort over time. And they're always watching, even when you think oh, they are Oh, they're watching. Well, thank you so much for your time today. It's been a great conversation and I look forward to um, learning more and having our members connect with you. Thank you so much for having me, for Janelle. I really, really appreciate it and uh, have a good day. 
Thank you. So stay tuned. Listen to our upcoming business builder. This is John L. McCauley, and you're listening to Turn Knowledge to Profit. I'm looking for a certain kind of woman, and I think you know her. She's an entrepreneur that is highly connected, successful, significant in her own industry, and considered the go-to woman in her community. She's received so much from so many women in business, she's ready to give back to others on their journey, lifting as she climbs. Hi, this is Sandra Yancey, and I'm the founder and CEO of eWomen Network. I'm looking to connect with the woman I've just described who lives in your community so that we might have a conversation about how eWomen Network's proven success system can provide her a platform to elevate her success and ability to support women in business. Our international community of managing directors are influencing the speed of success for women in business around the world. If that sounds like something that you want to be part of or know someone we should talk with, send an email to managingdirector at eWomenNetwork.com. That's managingdirector at eWomenNetwork.com. And let's start the conversation. Are you a coach, speaker, or author who would like to finally earn what you know you're worth? Would you like to create a life that gives you more time to do the things that you love? Entrepreneurs like you hire us to turn their knowledge into a full range of scalable products that earn more, make a bigger impact in the world, and create the freedom to live the life others only dream about. With our done-for-you approach, we do all the heavy lifting, creating the right products for you, your clients, and your business. The potential is limitless. If you want to leverage your time so you can earn more while working less, visit us today at TurnKnowledgeToProfit.com and find out just how far your knowledge can take you. You're listening to Janelle McCauley on the EWN Radio Network. Welcome back. This is Michael McCauley, and you're listening to Turn Knowledge to Profit. I'm here with Janelle, and in our Business Builder segment today, we're going to be talking about how to create a six-figure income. I'm really excited about today's business builder because this is a topic that a lot of speakers, authors, and coaches are asking about. And I can't wait to hear what you've got to share, Michael. Yeah, it is a really interesting topic. And, you know, what's happened is that the sort of the six-figure income has kind of been the become the benchmark for successful business. And, um, you know, but interestingly, uh, there was a recent study that found professional coaches make on average just over $42,000 a year. So that's a pretty far cry from that six-figure $100,000 mark. Why do you think that so many people are looking for the 100000 if they're only making 42000 That's a big gap. What can they do? Well, it is a huge gap, you know, and um, I think a lot of it is because when coaches start their business, they're typically charging by the hour. There's typically a one-on-one -on -one coaching, uh, hourly coaching. And, you know, you can do the math. Let's just, you know, some simple math. Um, let's assume you're charging $150 an hour, which for some of those, uh, some of the folks listening may seem like a stretch, but let's assume, <clears throat> let's assume it's $150 an hour and that a, th a third of your hours are billable. Now, and, and that may be a stretch as well because that's about 50 billable hours per month. That's quite a bit. Um, and if you do that all year long, the total revenue will be $99,900. So just under the $100,000 mark. So 
So even with those very aggressive numbers, um, it's still difficult to get to 100,000. And so you really only have a couple of choices if you're following that model. You can either raise your hourly rate or you can bill more hours. Um, neither one of those is really a, a good alternative. Um, so, so really, what can you do? Well, if you look at the really successful coaches, uh, coaches like Lisa Sasevich or Bob Proctor or uh, Louise Hay or John Asroff or even a Tony Robbins, or even if you look at eWomen Network Sandra Yancey, they typically don't coach by the hour. Now, they may have an hourly rate that they coach uh, in select situations, but that's really not their bread and butter. That's not where they make their money. What they do is they leverage themselves and their knowledge through products. Um, they, they lead workshops. They have mastermind groups. They hold live events. They conduct online courses. They do all sorts of things beyond that one-on-one -on -one coaching model. And each of them will have their particular mix of those products. Um, they're not all exactly the same. Part of it depends on what really gets them going, what really they're passionate about. Are they passionate about doing small group coaching? Are they more passionate about speaking from the stage? Um, are they more passionate about doing masterminds where they go really deep with clients? Uh, you know, it really just depends on them. But if you look at each of those people or really any successful coach, what you'll find is they have a whole series of products that they can, can rely on. Um, so if you look even at like a Tony Robbins, for example, you can buy his message uh, in live events. You can buy it on CD. You can download it uh, from his site. Uh, you can do masterminds with him. There's just a whole series of things you can do with him um, and, and get access to him. Well, I think it's really important. You mentioned a couple of things. One of them is finding out what you're really passionate about. Because I know you and I have had a number of conversations with successful coaches, authors, and speakers recently, and they all talk about that passion, finding out what they really love doing, because that's where you really want to stay in your genius zone, as in your expertise, versus trying to do everything. and while you want to have that financial model to get to where you want to go, it's got to be and include the things that you love doing. Because if you're only doing things and giving up what you're really passionate about, you tend to lose that excitement and energy. So I think one of the first things is figuring out what you love doing and then look at what are some of the gaps? What are some of the areas that you might be able to fill in? And I love what you do, Michael, when you're working with people is really looking at ways that they can leverage their products, repurpose them, and use something they've got and build on it so very quickly they can start to get revenue and increase their product breadth. You know, I was listening to an um, a interview uh, with Steve Jobs, uh, obviously done a few years ago, but um, he had something really great to say along that same line, you know, and that was uh, somebody asked him about... Um, uh, about how he decided what he was going to do. And he said it was all about passion. And uh, his reasoning was something like, you know, um, being an entrepreneur is really, really hard. 
and there's really long hours and there's really hard work and there's a lot of disappointment. And if you're not passionate about what you're doing, you'll give up. And it was his view that a lot of the entrepreneurs that gave up before they were successful, they gave up because they were doing something they just weren't passionate about. And so they didn't persevere. They didn't keep going. They didn't do the hard work. They didn't fight through the disappointment. And so I think you're absolutely right. It's all about what you're passionate about. Um, you know, a few years ago, you and I, we were in a mastermind and, and we, we learned so much in that mastermind. But one of the things that we learned was that the model for generating revenue that the coach that was leading the mastermind taught was speaking from the stage. And as we got more into it, we realized that it, that just wasn't where our passion was. Nothing wrong with the model. It was a great model. It worked fantastic for her, worked for a number of the people that were in the mastermind. But for us personally, it just wasn't the model we wanted to follow. Now, we still got lots and lots of great information. We got lots of, we learned a lot. We met lots of great people. We really moved our business ahead a long ways by being part of that mastermind. But um, we found out that that just wasn't our passion. Um, and I think that's an important part of it as well. An important part of building the six-figure income is really trying a lot of different things and seeing what you like. No, I agree with that. And it's also about understanding that you don't have to have everything in your funnel. You don't have to have all of the offerings. You can really pick what works for you and really customize it. That's the beauty of doing this. Right. And, and it's, you know, as you build that out, it's really all based on the same information. It's based on the same message that you have. Again, if you go back to a, like a Tony Robbins, who's, who's well known in the industry, if you look at all his different products, they all teach the same core message. Whether you're at his events live, you're doing it on CD, you're downloading it, you're going to his group seminars, you're going to his masterminds, it's all based on the same message, his core message. It's just delivered in different ways to different people because some people resonate with it in different ways. Some people love to go to live events, some people don't. Others like to learn it on their own time and when in their own home, others don't. So what he's done, which is just really genius, is he's taken his knowledge, he's packaged that up in a number of different ways for different audiences and, and really grown a business around that same message. So how do successful coaches grow their business and expand their products? Well, that's a great question. You know, first, I really believe you have to have a plan. You have to have goals. Um, you really have to know where you're going and, and how you're going to get there. Um, not to say that that won't change over time, but at least you have to have some kind of plan in place. So what we do is when we work with coaches, speakers, and authors is we help them create that strategic plan. We, we call it a product roadmap for their business. So they really can see what are they passionate about, what are their clients asking for, and what are their clients need, and what products do they already have that might fill those needs and where are the holes. So once they have that strategy in place, then they really need to look at 
you know, what are the fastest, least expensive ways that they can get to a full range of products and services? And again, it really is about leveraging and repackaging that same message that's at the core of whatever your business is. Um, it, it may be taking that uh, live training that you do and packaging that same training up as a multi-part uh, webinar. It may be taking that same training and then repackaging it as a mastermind or multi-day retreat. It may be taking that same message and then packaging it again into a small group uh, training session. So, you know, really it's about what, where do you want to go and, and then how are you going to get there by leveraging the message that you have. And once you start to leverage that message out, you, you also leverage out through a much, much bigger audience and much, much bigger revenues. Well, you've given us a lot of great ideas to think about today, and I challenge all of our listeners to really look at where they are with their product strategy. Do they have a full range of products? Are there some areas that they'd like to add some products in? And if you go to Facebook, to our Turn Knowledge to Profit page, let us know what's the next product you're going to be working on and let us know what products you have so we can go and check them out. I also really want to invite anyone who's interested in learning more to email Michael at tk2p.com, tk2p.com. He'll offer us a complimentary strategy session just so you can learn about what are some of your options. But go to Facebook, turn knowledge to profit, share what your products are, and have fun creating. You know, this has really been a great conversation. I wanna thank all of you for joining us today on Turn Knowledge to Profit. Again, I wanna remind you to visit our Turn Knowledge to Profit page on Facebook and share your questions, your insights, and your ahas and also share one action you're going to take in the next week to turn your knowledge into profit. If you have an idea for a future show, be sure to email me at michael at tk2p.com. That's michael at tk2p.com. Have a wonderful and profitable week. Turn knowledge to profit where entrepreneurs like you find the insights, experience, and tools they need to earn more, make a bigger impact in the world, and create the freedom to live a life others only dream about. Join us each Thursday at 7 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Pacific Time on the EWN Radio Network. To download this week's show, listen to past shows, or learn how to be a guest on the show, visit TurnKnowledgeToProfit.com. Past shows are also available at EWNRadioNetwork.com and through iTunes and Stitcher. Until next time, remember, great companies are built around great products. Leverage your knowledge to live the life of your dreams. Let's continue the conversation and turn your knowledge into profits. <laughs>